0: You've heard of them, you've seen them, you know someone that believes in them, and I guarantee you, you yourself are one of them. Welcome to The First Experiment, I'm your social chemist, Nelson, and today, we'll be exploring conspiracy theory ideologies. For today's podcast, I'll be using information from Joseph Uzinski's book, Conspiracy Theories and the People Who Believe Them. I recommend this book if you're interested in today's episode. Let's look at some conspiracy theories. We look at the 9-11 inside job, vaccines causing autism, Russia hacking the 2016 election, and my favorite... The reptilian elites running our government. Now I guarantee you that you probably believe in at least one of these conspiracy theories. But before we dive any deeper, we need to define what a conspiracy and what a conspiracy theory is. A conspiracy is a plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. While on the other hand, a conspiracy theory is an explanation for an event or situation that invokes a conspiracy by a sinister and powerful group, often political in motivation when other explanations are more probable. Now, like I said before, you yourself are probably a conspiracy theorist. Let's look at some data. When it comes to your American population, over 55% believe in at least one conspiracy theory, 27% believe in two, and 12% believe in three or more. So, how do people become conspiracy theorists? Well, that really depends on who you ask. If you ask a psychologist, they'll say that conspiracy theory ideologies derive from a person's paranoia, the suspiciousness, distrust, and obsession with hidden meanings. This case was emphasized in Richard Hofstadter's book, The Paranoid Style in American Politics, and this is where the popular depiction of a person wearing a tinfoil hat came from, the person living in a trailer park, listening to Infowar. However, political scientists tend to disagree with this explanation. They say that conspiracy theories are formed due to political affiliation, socioeconomic status, and misrepresentation in our society. And I actually favor this explanation. There's actually evidence for this. Let's take, for example, African Americans, the most marginalized group in American society let's look at some historical context. We look at slavery, the Ku Klux Klan, Jim Crow laws, legal segregation, also known as redlining, where banks would refuse to give mortgages to African Americans, forcing many to live in the ghettos, to the extent where even white American families were denied loans if an African American happened to live in the same neighborhood. We look at modern-day struggles for African Americans, voter oppression poor environmental housing, where 56% of African-Americans live near a commercial hazardous waste facility. They also face employment discrimination, as well as making the highest percentage of the prison population, which is 40%, even though they make 13% of the overall American population. And this is information that you can find at prisonpolicy.org. Let's also take into consideration that African-Americans are five times more likely to die from COVID-19 compared to their white counterparts due to lack of health insurance, And transportation, not to mention police brutality. It's no surprise to see why African Americans are more likely to succumb to conspiracy theory ideologies and who can blame them. Any minority in the same circumstances would fall likely to conspiracy theory ideologies. I'm not saying all African Americans will become conspiracy theories but the conditions to become one are certainly evident. We look at political affiliation. If you've noticed, almost all conspiracy theories are political and that's because all of them are political propaganda. You can tell what a person's political ideology is depending on a the conspiracy theory. For example, Obama's birther movement is mostly a Republican conspiracy. For those who don't follow politics, the Obama birther movement, it basically involves Barack Obama not being eligible to serve as president because his true origins of birth was in Kenya, a conspiracy theory started by Donald Trump himself. My favorite example though is the attacks on 9-11. If you're a Democrat or if you socially lean to the left, of the political spectrum, you will most likely believe that the World Trade Center didn't collapse due to the impacts of the plane, but that they were taken down by a controlled demolition. This makes sense because at the time of the event, George W. Bush was in office, and if you do not follow politics, he was our Republican president before Barack Obama was elected. However, for Republicans, they will most likely believe the official story, and they have to believe the official story, because to believe anything else will mean that as a Republican, there would be no reason to look at the Muslims with so much disdain. So in this regard, we label this group as partisan conspiracy theorists. Now, not all conspiracy theorists are partisan in their conspiratorial thinking. For some people, the perpetrator of a conspiracy is irrelevant. As long as there's a conspiracy, people will swallow it as absolute truth. In the study of conspiracy theories, we label these individuals as ideologue conspiracy theorists. And this brings me to my final point. Earlier, we defined conspiracy theories as an event or situation that invokes a conspiracy by sinister and powerful groups, often political, in motivation, when other explanations are more probable. But there's an important part missing to this definition, and this is the rejection of the official story. Because at the heart of any conspiracy theory, the official story is always a distraction from what is really going on behind closed doors. This is why conspiracy theorists refuse to accept any evidence, because to them, the evidence is a part of the conspiracy. And this podcast, for example, to them, is a part of the conspiracy. And the reality is that the people who are part of this community are not the 45 year old male with his tinfoil hat, living in a trail park. It's our friends, family members, doctors, and even our current president. Join me next time as we dig deeper into different types of conspiratorial perpetrators. I'd love to hear feedback about today's episode, so please leave your comments and questions. And remember, question everything with logic.